Booze, bards, and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da 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 Bards and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da Hey, booze bards! Welcome to the quest for America's drinking song. Along the way, we hope you will join in the adventure and, well, drink a little. On that note, this program is best suited for those explorers 21 and older. The path may be bumpy and our language may stray from the course. So put those baby bards to bed and let's get our drink on. Booze bards and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da That's when you're a professional pirate. You don't have to wear a suit. Okay. Ooh. Welcome. Know, we're, like, we're taking this a little out of order tonight because we're going to change it up, right, Greg? We're, we're hanging out in the taverns a little more. We're... We're not out on the road so much right now. We're chilling out in the tavern. We're barding it up with our fellow musicians and fellow drinking buddies. And we're getting to know but some people still, on the road, right? Right. We're still on a quest to find mm -hmm. America's drinking song. It's, it's a quest that will never end. And so we thought we'd start doing some side quests. Our last episode, uh, we had my friend Doug, who's a magician from Boston on. He's a what from Boston? I know. I mean, I just opened my first beer. He's, he's a what? He's a musician? <laughs> is he a magician or is he a musician? Which one? Sorry. Okay, sorry. He is a musician. Oh. Uh, I have to put on my, my radio voice to do that, right? So, um, Chris, why don't you welcome our guest? Well fellow bard lovers i'm here to introduce a friend that's not a friend even i have unfortunately never been able to meet this human being in person and our connection is very strange we'll get to that in a minute but please welcome the minstrel raven dave sullivan thank you so much for joining hey. us hey thank you guys for having me so i went to college with dave's sister now do you have multiple sisters i do but you went to college with my twin his no way. Sister. No we're only way. Seven, wait. Oh, just we're only, wait. We're only 17 years apart. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. but and, and, and Christine, I, I don't know if you've seen the picture, but um, she just posted it on my wall for my birthday. There's a picture of the two of us. And, and this was a few years ago, but you'll see we are twins. Yeah. You um, can tell so that, like, I, there's, how many of them are, how many siblings are there of you? Uh, there's seven of us total. 
Yeah, that, and so I was going to say otherwise there'd be a pretty the, big gap there. Yeah, and what's <laughs> the span? What was the span uh, from top to bottom so there? My sister's uh, like a year and twelve months, or a year two months older than me. Then I've got a brother a year and a half younger than one, two years younger than that, then two years, and then five years, and then. 10 years. Yeah. I'm, and I'm so, just guessing there was a religious family involved. <laughs> it was conservative. Yes. It was a little bit conservative. There, there's nothing for them to do where, where they're from. They're from the region is what we like to call it. They're from Northern Indiana, uh, mm. but they change times. So they're not Hoosiers. They're like more like Chicago people. We call them the region rats, but it's a love. It's a love term because. All right. They're, they're very from, unique. Because we're from the region. Do you know why they call it the region and region rats? Explain. No. Because nobody in that area uses the word the. They use the <laughs> word duh. Ah, I see. <laughs> but yeah, it's very like right up the at the bears. top of Indiana who actually like understand what snow it's is. Chicago. Yeah, they, they're basically Chicago. Right. Um, and his sister and I, we went to college together. She was a few years older than me, but she was extremely important. I, I have one story about her. She, she was such a help. I, I had a complete panic attack in college and, and, and was having a, like a breakout from being stung by something. And, you know, you don't have any, you're not, it's like the first time your parents aren't around and you're like, what do I do? And she was just like, come here. Meat Let's tenderizer. Go. And <laughs> she just no, she just took care of me. She was a very mothering, very lovely human being. She is uh, she has that personality, yeah. She does. She's she's mothering all of her siblings who are much older than her. I can see it. Um anyway, so but uh she we I started doing this podcast and she was like, Hey, you know, um, you should like follow my brother. Like he does this stuff. And I'm like, What stuff? And she's like, Well, he like goes to fairs and sings and stuff. And he's stuff. like good at it. <laughs> and she is a great singer, mind you, classically trained. Um, but she's like, yeah, he does this stuff. And like, he's really good at it. And I, as soon as I saw him, I went, okay, we, we have to follow this him. Like, this, is, this is it. And so we started actually last season thinking, or kind of in the middle of the season thinking we wanted to do this interview segment. And it was all built after watching you and seeing what you do um, and, and just bringing it to our fans. So without giving it away, yeah, why don't you tell us, very Dave. like. So, so let's, uh, let's segue from my sister. My sister is a yeah. singer. She was, she took voice lessons her whole life. She went to college to be a singer. She doesn't do that now. <laughs> um, I I am not a singer. I am a performer. I right. am literally the David Lee Roth of the Renaissance world. <laughs> Can um, you do the toe I, touch though? I mean, yeah. no, no, no. Um, and he's um, not and, kidding. Dave, the costume is about fifty percent <laughs> of the entire act. Is the costume? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. No. So my act, act is my my act is um, if Jack Sparrow, Brett Michaels. And Cher had a three-way. <laughs> the resulting child was raised by Prince. All right. All right. I, and, purple, and right. And yeah. Yes, very purple. I'm a pirate. I'm the clown prince of piracy. Nice. Um, I'm on a one-man journey to bring back 80s glam. 1580s glam, mind you. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very... Um, um, I'm very unorthodox in what I do in my show. My show, there's nothing planned. I know what songs I want to do when I get on stage. I mean, I have a I have a plan, but the audience literally will change what I do. And if there's a cute lady walking by or if there's a cute puppy that needs pet, and I will stop my show to address those needs. 
Uh, that, um, that is important. It's, you know, getting your needs addressed is, yes. key, right? And that's, that's why we're drinking. So. <laughs> and speaking um, of, like, I literally had the perfect question to ask and my brain just went completely blank. So let's um, talk about what we're drinking really fast. Yeah, yeah, then... what are we drinking? So it's yeah. not a Booze Bards podcast without, and uh, so, you know. Uh, we did no go through a dry spell for Greg. Yeah. Yes. yeah, we did. I, yeah. And that was an odd time. That, Those were awkward oh, times. Bad. Yeah, it was. No it fun. was really weird. It was no yeah. fun. No fun. So yeah. yes, no offense to me, but there's no ladies here. So Dave, what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, I'm drinking Bacardi Rum Punch. Mm. I mean, that's the pirate drink, right? So, and, you know, it's not, what did I expect? I, I, I prefer Captain Morgan's Mai Tai, but I couldn't find it this last week in any of the stores. So I went with the Bacardi Rum Punch. It's my backup. Uh, Omicron, you know, is leading to supply chain problems everywhere. So look yeah, at yourselves, um, you know. Well, it's affecting the rum. And, and well, that, Ian, we, here, we here in Virginia, we must buy our uh, libations uh, at one store and one store, store only. Like, we have yeah. to buy at the ABC store. I don't know how it is. I mean, you know how in Indiana, you just can't buy it on Sundays. But oh, yeah, here... Yeah, now you can. you can. All right. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Life's you all good now. You buy it every grocery store. You buy it every every um uh, like uh, drugstore. Oh yeah, everybody sells. It's, yeah. It's so weird Gas when stations. I visit my folks in Florida because like yeah, Florida's the a lawless land, right? Yeah. <laughs> basically founded by pirates, essentially, right? Just uh, right. Yeah. Spanish yes. ones. Yeah. But in I'm always like it's like blows my Virginia mind when you go to the Costco in Florida and you can get like you know a handle of a you know, Kirkland <laughs> yeah a palette of like handles of like Kirkland Scotch you know oh that you know what that Kirkland rum stuff the spiced rum is yeah. so good See, I always feel it. so you know, left out when everybody's talking store. about it yeah. It's like, yeah, like, and it's and it's like we are up to their choice of whatever they decide. To, I mean, because it's and they're small, yeah, like yeah. it's like small. They're oh, don't even complain. Big. I live like in the western part of our county, like with the rednecks. And my store is even yeah. worse than yours. So yeah, yeah, we have like four within a three mile yeah. radius, so we're fine. Uh, but the the supply was good, right? The supply was good, so we we were they were out of Tito's. If that tells you anything, they were a hundred percent. I don't drink vodka, so it's okay. Yeah, hundred percent. So anyway, every I, every story that's that finishes with "I was really fucked up" starts with "I was drinking." But I mean, isn't like Tito's like not top shelf vodka, right? So I guess that's why they're out of it. I don't know. I mean, it's not top yeah. shelf, but it's also not it's, bottom. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, but it's yeah, not like Stoli or something. It's not. <laughs> well, it was twice as expensive as Smirnoff. You know, come really? on. I mean, that's like mid, yeah. it's like, it's like middle-class vodka, you know? Well, I anyway, Chris, what are you drinking? Would, yeah. I wanted something that would keep me warm. Uh, so I ended up mm. with a Manhattan, I believe. I can't remember. It's, oh, so, it's either oh, Manhattan man. or Old Fashioned. How do you remember, guys? Which one has cherries in it? Well, they both have cherries in them. Uh, so oh, a Manhattan. Always. A, a Manhattan is. Which uh, one has bitters? A Manhattan. Manhattan that's has what I'm having. No sugar. That's the key. Sweet vermouth. Uh, you know, bourbon or whiskey or whatever, and and uh, Angostura bitters, you know, or cherry bitters. We ran out of vermouth, so I just have whiskey and I have whiskey's bitters (laughs) and cherry juice. It's like like, that'll do. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm 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 drinking rum and Coke and Sprite, but I'm on of Coke and Sprite. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't even know. I don't even know. Is it which which whiskey is it? I will drink pretty much all whiskeys. There's really not one that I say. Yeah. Very few. Very few. I love so what do you, How about you, Greg? We heard the you, pop, but we weren't yeah. told what you have. 
Yeah, I'm drinking beer. I'm, I'm not as, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go uh, faster than you guys here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I have left over from Christmas this like anchor Merry Christmas, Happy New Year beer. And I thought, let me, it's snowing outside. So it feels really appropriate to drink. It's, it's a very so like, nice. yeah. like spicy, you know, it's like, um, it's kind actually of, uh, sleeting right now. Dark. But it's yeah, okay. Yeah, kind of got nasty. But, you know, it was really pretty for a while. So it was gorgeous. Probably. Nothing compared to what the Mr. Raven is used to, but yeah, for us, I hate snow. The air hurts my face. Why do I live where the air hurts my face? Well, that's why you got to grow a big old beard and and Viking mane. Like I'm so protected from the elements. But that probably wouldn't do well for your act of like, you know, Calling out to, I, I'm not someone who's like getting up there and David Lee Rothing the wenches, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's what I do. It's what yeah, I do. it's me, Dr. Roxo, the rock and roll clown. All right, so speaking of, Dave, how long have you been entertaining the masses as the Minstrel Raven? Has it morphed over time or did you just start out, boom, yes. Minstrel Raven from so, day one? Believe it or not, the Minstrel Raven started as a D&D character. No, of course. Sweet. I mean, that's why we say we're on a quest. <laughs> so that's the entire so reason this is called Boot Bars. Sta- D and D. He started. Um, he started with uh, Baldur's Gate: Shadows of Bomb. There was an NPC in there, a tiefling that always referred to people as Sparrow or Raven. Ah, oh, my Sparrow, all oh, my Raven. And I was like, Oh, how cool will it be? This is long before you could get online with anybody and play alongside them. And he would say, oh, my Raven or oh, my Sparrow. And I thought, how cool would that be to have him actually talking to me? So I created a bard, which is my, has always been my favorite class. Um, I created a bard and the colors were purple and black. Nice. And, um, and I named him Raven. I thought, well, let's change it up a little bit. And I put the little Elven Sky comma, R-A-V apostrophe in. And it started there. And then as I morphed through those games, I always played that character. Um, in the early 2000s, I went to Bristol for my first time, like in 2001, and my parents took me and I was like, oh, the hell is this? Why have I not known about this? Why, you know, this is home. And, yeah. and it like sparked the fire. So I went home and I started to like research armors and weapons. You know how you do, you're a guy. Uh, you as know. you do, yeah. <laughs> as you do. And, and I kept looking at these really cool armor places, leather armor places. And one of them, one of them was an actually a New England place. And it had um, it had uh, armor, leather armor that looked like raven's uh, feathers and it had like ravens on the shoulders. So I thought, oh, cool is that? And this word kept popping up along in all the descriptions and all the places. And it said L-A-R-P. And I'm like, well, what the heck oh. is L-A-R-P? <laughs> well, I've actually it was wrote- kind of like new back then, right? I mean, you're talking yeah, about yeah, well, like, yes, like when it was no. creepy, guys. It was like, like when it was, it was like creepy. Back like, when it was yeah, creepy. Mid, mid-90s. They were making movies about it. Yeah. Like they were yes. about ready to make a movie about it. Yes. That's when it was creepy, you know? Like, so right. now it's so cool. I started researching and I created a Boy Scout venture crew. Um, Because venture crews can be whatever you want. So I started looking at all these I'm an Eagle Scout and and a former Philmont Ranger. So, yeah. So (laughs) there you go. So I created a venture crew that was a LARP. Um, And it was for parents and kids, mostly parents, but my Mm. kids and other people. (laughs) Right. And and I created the character there and he was a bard. So then I had to learn to play and sing. And I got my first. Um, oh, it went in that order. <laughs> yeah, it went in that order. Yeah. Well, See, I, I was, was wondering I was, if there was like an interesting peel here. And I, I this is where it is. Like you were like, okay, so, I got to learn to play an instrument. 
Well, so, so I, I mean, I was in choir in high school. I was in theater mm. in high school. He did all that. Um, after high school, I picked up the bass guitar because, you know, everybody wants to be a rock star. And I love 80s and music. And you can, right? And a bass, and a bass you can play with your fingers. And it's only got four yeah. strings. And I just love the sound of it. Like, if music is playing in a song, I hear the bass. So I had a Me little too. bit of music in me, but not a lot, you know. And so I started playing around with some fake chords on a mandolin. And I went, when my boy stopped I going, I went, to the, in tune. I, I went to, right? I went to an, uh, an, a, like a more adult LARP, like 18 years and older. You had to be 18. Um, the, the, the combat was harder. And so everybody like loved the character and... Um, they were getting ready to do Winter Feast, and one of the person putting it together out of game was also one of the nobles in game. And so she like she called for me and she's like, Hey, do you want to play at our feast? And I'm like, sure, that'd be great. And then I realized, oh shit, I have to learn how to play. <laughs> to I, have to, honest, I have to yeah. put together songs. <laughs> so, and you were like, toss a coin to your minstrel. I was just making uh, yeah, up until that point, <laughs> I was just making stuff up, you know. And so I, I got a couple guys and we like, I literally put songs together and learned to play and, and I, learning to play and sing is a very hard thing to do. And it's still like, it's still a, a thing that I work on. And, and that's where it started. So I'm still playing the same Minstrel Raven, but now I'm playing at LARPs and realizing that the hardest thing you could ever do in life is actually play and sing in front of other people. Because like you are burying your soul that. at that point. Yeah. Um, so I, I started writing songs because what happened is I was doing, I was learning songs traditionally. I was learning songs from, um, from the Irish Rovers, from the Wild Irish Rovers, from um, the Dubliners and the local wow. LARP there, which had been around since the 80s. Like there's a big band in it in the Michigan, Detroit area called Blackthorn and everybody learned Blackthorn songs. And so I was doing these songs. They're like going, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I'm like, what do you mean? This is like, there's this no is wrong. This, yeah, well, there is no wrong but yeah. because I wasn't doing it their way. It was right. wrong. So I'm like, well, screw that. I'm just going to write my own. It was literally one of those moments like, well, you don't like the way I do traditional stuff. I won't do it. I'm just going to start writing. So I just yeah. started writing adventures that we would go on. And songs were simple to start with, but I wrote the adventures. People would take me along on adventures so that I could tell the tale of how heroic they were, not realizing that I didn't look at the event like they looked at the adventure. So, I mean, like literally toss a coin from the Witcher. I did that kind of stuff. I That's wrote awesome. those things, I love it. Yeah. good and bad, made fun of people. Um, because in that, in that realm, like I was a LARP or I was, I was a bar. I was protected by the King and I could say whatever I wanted about people. As long as it right. was in prose, as long as it was a poem or song, I can say whatever I want. So you have license. Yeah. The, uh, you so, call that imprimatur, right? <laughs> I did. I find this fascinating because especially um, since Greg and I just recently did our second um, time out at the fair, um, I was never worried about the music or the singing of that or the performing of the songs. I was always I was. stressed <laughs> about the crowd yeah. and performing. Right? And he was not as stressed about the crowd and performing <laughs> but he was super stressed about the music, like practicing yeah. every day for like three months. And I'm like, 
it's just kind of in there. And it's just interesting to where we kind of come from. You're a musician and we're performers. That's where the difference is. Well, that's what he always says. He's like, he brought me on the podcast to explain music because he's like, I don't know anything about music, but I can tell you about drinking songs. There you go. So that being said, I bet there's very few of your songs that aren't just songs that you drink to because there's 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 two types of songs right there's drinking songs and songs that you drink to and i think like we hash out that distinction all the time so yeah some of the very best drinking oh. songs are not songs about drinking yeah but they're songs that you want to sing when you drink right you know? yeah or you Mine are, that- some of my songs are songs you sing when you're having sex Woo! those are also very good drinking that's a songs, that's usually. a different because, podcast that's uh, uh drunk fucking is the best right? <laughs> <laughs> um so, so i made that i mean maybe high too i don't know <laughs> we record that podcast at 11 <laughs> you know um uh, if, if you've seen some are you in the private group chris which what, the private uh, my private group, group that's on my page my, i don't know i so there's a I, private group on I my need page. To get on that. Yeah. So the page is the Minnesota Raider. I'm in the private group. Oh yes, I yeah, am. Yeah. Okay. So the private group it does get a little dicey, and That's where I you actually talk about your privates. <laughs> I well, we'll <laughs> say you bring me back for your after eleven show, and we'll talk about that. That's a completely different animal. Oh, all, all 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 booze bards episodes are after eleven, basically. <laughs> oh well, I mean, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I I did I did this or I did this this um this feast and and it was really well I'm like wow this is pretty cool so one of the people there was working at a festival that summer they're like hey you should like contact them let me let me let them contact you so like it was over the summer it was the last two weekends I think and so they contacted me and they said hey you know do you want to come and perform we can't pay you but you can play for hat right. which as you guys know is playing for tips. So I'm like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to see what that's like. So I did that. And there was this older couple there and they were trying to get me drunk. They just kept coming by and she was flirting with me. And this guy was buying me drinks. I was still married at the time. So I did not. Those damn nights, right, Greg? Those damn (laughs) nights, Greg. They get you every time. So so the next thing, during the middle of the, the week, they had a stage open up the next week. And they came to me and they said, Hey, we heard nothing but great things about you. We have a stage open next week. Do you want? And I'm like, well, hell yeah. So I had, I had my first show. Well, when I was at that show, um, the one of the shows about 45 minutes away from here in uh, the Notre Dame area, they were visiting the festival. They sat in my show and they came up to me afterwards, like, hey, we've got this show in a month. Do you want a stage? I'm like, uh, yeah. So I like it was. You know, some people call it, oh, you're being lucky. You know, it's lucky, right? It's luck. Luck is nothing but being prepared when that door knocks. Right. When yeah, someone absolutely. knocks and you open it, you have to be ready. So, yeah, I mean, I was in the right place at the right time. It was a little bit of luck. You but filled I a space. Put- yeah, you filled a space for a bard, but you had to be able to do it. So you don't right. just, you know what I mean? And Greg people have to me, respond to it, right? It's yeah, Greg always tells me he's, show, he's right? a you singer know? who can't sing. And I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> That's not true. He's a very good singer. Fist bumps, um, dude. Fist bumps. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's a very good singer. He just made. He may be a singer Aww. who doesn't start as a musician. He starts as a performer. Well, I was like in punk bands. That's like a whole different thing, you know. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Oh no, that's so, the same. That's what I do. That's what I yeah. do. I, I'm a. I'm a medieval punk dude. It is a skill that I want to talk about a little bit about the idea of 
how you come to write your songs. Like sure. where where does this inspiration just like flow from? Because it is pretty stream of consciousness sometimes. So I need to know like how do you get your inspiration? Where does it come I from? I will write a I will write a song about the conversation we're having here tonight. Beautiful. Well, we got to make it good, Greg. It's not gotten good yet. We got to make it better than this. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, that's, that's 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 what it is. It's like I don't know where the inspiration is going to come from. I don't know when it's going right. to come. You know, I joke about being a 1580s glam minstrel. And the reason why is I'm a huge fan of of, of 80s music. Um, I travel. So I've always got Sirius XM on in the car and I'm always listening to Hair Nation. Always. Like nice. that's my number one station. <laughs> so so say Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls that come on. And I'm, and I'm just like Which jamming. Which is a great song. Girls, you know, girls, yeah. girls. And then all of a sudden I'll just rip off these words that have nothing to do with that song. And they don't know why, but they fit in my head with what's going on in the song. Right. Or um, one of the songs on a new album goes... <laughs> That was most a part of a riff from fa a faster pussycat song that, yeah, I, that I just yeah. love. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a blues riff, and right. and I heard this song from them, and it was doing something else about you know releasing the Kraken. It had nothing to do with their song. It has nothing to do with the key that their song is in, or or and right. and and so I music is a huge inspiration for me. It goes sideways when I'm hiking or when I'm running out on a trail someplace. All of a sudden, something will hit me that's totally bizarre that's been in my subconsciousness. And I'll just start singing these weird things or these weird lyrics will come up. I will literally stop what I'm doing, pull up my phone and pull up a draft and start typing because I don't want to okay. lose it. And, and say like the Motley Crue Girls, Girls, Girls thing or the Faster Pussycat song. I will I will go back into my, my, my phone and I'll do a draft and it'll have Faster Pussycat, um, whatever the song was. And then what I'm writing so that I can go back to that song later on and find out what it was, what made that connection. And 80, 85% of the time it comes back. Occasionally I completely lost it, but 80, 85% of the time well. it, it comes back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just life. Life. And I was put on this world on this earth. Um, to whether it's prose or poetry or poems, whatever you want to call it, lyrics, that's my gift. And, and I probably right on, have, man. so I have three, three albums out currently. Um, I have three more written. Nice. I'm just not wow. ready to release yet. Cause like the songs yeah. are written, but they're not ready. Mm -hmm. um, I might, I might have 300 drafts right now on songs. We often yeah. talk about like our quest is, you know, never over. And so I feel like that's the same for any bard. And so you don't, you know, it's a part of the journey and you can't. The brass ring is always, yeah, yeah. It's always you know, right around can't... the corner. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't release the next part of the journey if it's not the next part of yeah. the journey. Like, right, right. The oh, journey no, exactly. guides the songs, right? Not the songs yeah. guiding the journey. So it's. And sometimes they, sometimes they just, so, so there was a line. Um, One of the songs I, like this, this thing I had in my head was, steampunk girls are cute from their goggles to their boots and 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 i wanted to do like a steampunk song and i had that written down well um i mean christian you know anything about me there's nothing nothing hotter than an elven lass i mean i've got a song about it that line ended up in the elven lass I'll drink it to that. never made it into a <laughs> steampunk song but as i was writing this other song Should i go get my ears yes please. <laughs> i don't know where they it, are like yeah it I do. just it just fit right into the song. So 
I don't force a song. Like I had a song. I wrote a song. Do you guys know Chase Treasure? The band, uh, so. So three. Yeah. There are three ladies. They do acapella. They, they travel the circuit. Say so one more. Say it again. Chase the Treasure. Nope. So they do. Um, it's like there's a bunch of their um, their groups, but um, uh, Melissa she she runs that, and they do the whole New England and like. Well, Pittsburgh. there's Valkyrie. That's the only one I can think of. And and so I wrote a song for them. Um, I wrote a song for um, uh, Meadow um, um, Meadow Lark the Fairy. She's a bubble fairy that does the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, for Friar Finnegan, um, like things happen, and sometimes. But the the Chase Treasure song, I sat on it for a year. Like I had, but it didn't have the hook, and so this partial song sat there. And one day I woke up and I'm like, oh, that's the hook. And then I, like, the song was written in five minutes. So I don't force you gotta, you a song. You got to let your subconscious do the work, right? You know, <laughs> Some songs write in five minutes. Uh, yeah. Release the crack and I literally wrote in five minutes. Yeah. Um, Elvin Lass I wrote in maybe 10 minutes. My Dingy I wrote in five minutes. It's like <laughs> some songs are five, 10 minute songs. Some songs are an hour, or an hour. Some songs are a year. They don't force them. You know, there's a reason that the Greeks came up with with the idea of a muse, right? It's like sometimes it feels otherworldly, right? You know, something takes over you, but other times you want to, you don't want to come too quick. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I I have had several muses in my life, and and the ladies know they're my muse. I make no like, like yeah. Um, the new album, half the songs on the new album were inspired. In fact, the first album was the same lady. She, I mean. There's just things she did, not that we were ever romantically linked, but we just had a connection and she would do things that would inspire music. And I've had several people like that in my life that just inspire what I write. Um, it, I mean, it, it also helps that I have my own world I write in. Like I, I write adventures about all the LARPs that I've been in, but right. I've put them all into one world. I've matched all the places. And there's actually an Easter egg hunt oh wow songs where you can go oh well he mentioned that one over here and that one right. connects yeah there's an Love easter that. egg hunt through through most of my work so, so um, it's almost like you're a fantasy world building but yes i am i lark, am right yeah in fact That's i did awesome. a i did a show for i think it was for digital ren fair i did like a you know where you did a recorded show and sent it to him and the guys that were hosting it um that's what they said. They're like going like afterwards. They're like going, dude, that guy like built the whole world with that that set, you know. And it's like, yeah, I'm. It's world building, but what it then does is like when you're stuck on something in a song, you can always go find something sideways and pull it in, and it it's not cheap. It totally fits what you're trying to do, and it marries it to another song. So so the world building thing does happen a lot, and it does help to have a muse. Yeah, yeah, or four or five. Love it. There's there's something the the essence of of songs that one likes to sing, drinking uh, in in our sort of like vision of this. It's like you know you're in a tavern, you you have a, a tankard of ale, and it's that that hoisting thing, right? You know. So so I'm curious among your set, if if you have a if you have a crowd that's a little bit rowdy and raucous and a little bit drunk. What is the one that you really want for them to kind of, you know, you, you mentioned call and response when we were talking earlier uh, before the show. Oh, so what's so, what's what's the one where you're like, th- this crowd is like, they're they're tearing it up, they're ripped. What are we gonna sing? 
Well, so it's not what are we going to sing? It's when am I going to sing it? No, um, right. yeah. I, I, I have I have closing songs. I have middle like I have songs that fit into certain areas. Mm-hmm. I did a festival. I went down to Texas last um, last July and played the Lone Star Pirate Festival. And it's it like, like it's the Lone Star Pirate concert. It was four bands. We were the opening act and we ran out of time and didn't get to do a song. And I did no. not hear the end of it all year from the texas pirate crowd (laughs) Um, i've got a couple songs that are very well loved by the pirates that one of my songs is one of the top top 10 songs in the in the world in the pirate community and we didn't get a chance to sing it at lone star and i did not hear the end of it so when i went down to texas for a weekend for a concert for the texas renaissance festival we did the um we did it there and i'm like Guys, we got unfinished business. And there was a couple of them right in the front row. They're going, we didn't get body song. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> we got unfinished business. Um, but that's pro- probably body song is that song when they're drunk and they're ready to go. Because right. um, let's face it, everybody likes uh, likes boobs. Everybody. Agreed. Ooh. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Huzzah. <laughs> anyway, Dave, should we hear a song? Chris, are we ready yes. for that? You want to hear a song? Huzzah. Right. I want to so hear a song want? and I want to learn something. So remember I said that um, I, I stopped doing um, traditional Irish songs because the people right. I was doing them for didn't like the way I did them. Too so, I, yeah. so I wrote an homage to those songs. So this is a drinking song about drinking songs. And then I took it oh, one step further. So because, meta. <laughs> so, so if, yeah, fourth wall. So if, you know, like the way I've always done Tell Me Ma and Off Me Grog, it's the same song literally right. the same song so i medally a couple of those verses in there so this is a song about drinking songs it's called and now it's got a new name on the first album it's called we've got whiskey it's not called the whiskey medley so this is the whiskey medley i'll give you a short version Traveling town to town, we buy our trading song and share a little happiness. We never stay that long. Tavern in our empire, we come to sing and play. We lift your hearts and spirits, if only for a day. Tie a ribbon round the black velvet band. Find the wild rover, he's a rambling man. Share a parting glass with the Celtic star. Walk the rocky road to Dublin. We've got whiskey in the jar. Hey! Your lassies need and worry. We'll never bring them strike. Music is the road to travel. Music is our life. After we have stayed the night on the morrow, we'll apart. After we have had our fun, we'll return their hearts. Tie the ribbon round the black velvet band. Find the wild rover, he's a rambling man. Share a parting glass with the county star. Walk the rocky road to Dublin, we've got whiskey in the jar. the daddy-o, like fold the daddy-o, there's whiskey in the jar. Tell me, Ma, when I go home, the boys will leave the girls alone. They hold me hand, they stone me cold, well, that's 
that's all right to light no home. She is handsome, she is pretty, she's the man of Dublin City. Here's the coat in one, two, three, please just tell me who is she? Albert Moody says he loves her, all the boys are fighting for. I'm not gonna know when you're ringing a bell, only true love are you well. Out she comes as white as snow, rings her fingers, bells and toes. Oh, Jenny Murray says she'll die if she doesn't get the fell with the rose and eye. It's all for me, Grog. Charlie, Charlie, Grog. Beer and tobacco. I made the lasses come when we were drinking rum. Across the Western Ocean, I'm a swan. Oh, where is me bed? Me naughty, naughty bed. It's all gone for beer and tobacco. Spent all me tin on the lasses drinking gin. Across the Western Ocean, I'm a swan. Fold the daddy o, like fold the daddy o. There's whiskey in the jar. Now, now live, live. I'll repeat the first verse um, again, going into the medley, and then I do what usually I'll end up doing the full Patty Murphy at the end of that song. So it's about yeah. it's about seven or eight minutes. It's a closer for my drinking song set. <laughs> Do you know that All For Me Grog is a patriotic song? You could honor our soldiers with that song. It's patriotic. Well, there you go. (laughs) It's honoring the rum rations that were given to the soldiers until the 1970s. Look at what you can learn from drinking. There you go. So there you go. That's, um, it's, uh, it's just turned into one of those songs that, um, I like, I don't play a lot of bars. Uh, That's just not my Mm -hmm. thing. They don't pay. (laughs) They just don't pay. Um, so I, I just took those two songs, those all for me, Grog and tell me ma, because I play them. Yeah, but They're then you, but identical. then you name check so many of the black velvet band. Yeah. Like, oh, right, uh, right. Harding glass. Yeah. 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 There's, there's, there's eight folk, um, traditional songs in that chorus. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so and, but, and every, everybody who loves drinking songs should know most of those songs. So it, oh, oh yeah, really no, crazy, it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, What's fun is when you do it, and because I'm, I, I love to watch reactions to to songs, and you could just see their eyes go, oh, I, I, did he just do that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed, I noticed the the making the ladies come with rum. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I fully appreciated that. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, and he kept the bedline in. Yeah, well, right. it's the naughty. It's my naughty. Which naughty comes bed. before the wife. That's our big deal. He sells his damn wife before he sells his bed. His right. wife is gone first. He's like, sorry, girl. Out, out you go. Hey, hey Chris, do you, know, do you know the difference between a wife, a girlfriend, and a hooker? No. So the hooker says, faster, faster, faster. The girlfriend says, slower, slower, slower. The wife says, beige. I think I'll paint the ceiling beige. <laughs> You know what? I think we just became best friends because the the perfectly timed dirty joke is like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yep. All right. Yeah, so, Dave, let, let's, let's hear more songs. That Another was awesome. song. Yeah, I loved I loved the drinking Beautiful. song. Beautiful. We're ready for number two. I'm ready. Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. So, so what's, this, what's this one about? This. This will be a sing along, and I will tell you what to do as we go. All right. My songs 
to the lasses. They all come from my heart. I try to compliment and flatter. I think that I am Shakespeare as I try to do my part. But in the end, it doesn't really matter because the crowd wants a body song. Hey! The lasses want to ride a dinghy that's 10 inches long. <laughs> the men, they just want boobs. The ladies, they do too. The crowd just wants a body song. Woo! Yes, the crowd just wants a body song. All right, it goes like this, ladies and gentlemen. The crowd wants a body song. You sing body song. Body song. Body song. Body song. Ride a dinghy that's 10 inches long. Ladies, ten woo! Woo! <laughs> and they just want boobs. Boobs! The ladies, they do too. Boobs? Ooh, boobs! The crowd just wants a body song. Body, body song. song! Yes, the crowd just wants a body song. Body, body song! Because the crowd wants a body song. Body, body song! Lasses wanna ride a dinghy that's 10 inches long. Just want boobs. Boobs. The ladies, they do too. Boobs. The crowd just wants a body song. Body song. Yes, the crowd just wants a body song. Body song. body song. I was playing one night in a tavern. The barmaid asked me for a body song. Body, body song. If it's fast and hard, she's up to her judge. And I could help her wash him all night long. All night long. What's a body song? Body, body song. Masses want to ride a dinghy that's 10 inches long. Woo! Ladies, they do too. just wants a body song. Body, body song. song. The crowd just wants a body song. Yay! <laughs> Woo! That Huzzah. was fun. I love yeah. it. So th there's um there's a there's several pirate uh, radio stations. Um, uh, Scoundrels Inn is out of Texas. It's one of the largest ones. Lecos de Mirs, which is out of Canada. And there's also a German one. Um, those are your three major pirate radio stations in the world. And um, Body Song is like top one, two, three, top five, top 10, top three, top one, nice. top, like oh every gosh. month, every month for the last year and a half. It has nothing to do with piracy. <laughs> Greg, I totally want, Dave, I need, I want permission for us to cover that song. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we fun. should. It's that a, it's, so it's, you know, it's a great uh, drinking song. So we, will, we, we, we will have to talk. Yeah. Please. We'll, We'll pay you royalties for all of our zero money. It's um, it's make. it's it, it's a great song, and it's um, um. In fact, so in December, the U.S. did not have a countdown. It didn't have a a, 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 a like a, a vote show, right? And it was just the Canadian and German shows, and it was still number five nice. in the world. I mean, it's really okay. If that's number two, how's he going to bring us back down to earth? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. I love it's it's I mean, that's what I do. I I take situation and and actually so that that song came about like there's a history of this story. One of my hashtags is telling songs, singing stories. Um, I was going to ask it, you what your best story was. Yeah. But I think we're just going to get all of them, and whatever we get. So there's a bunch, but this one explains that song. So 
I got my first like pub stage. Like they put me in the stage in the Indiana Renaissance Festival. The first year I played to like, all right, we're going to put you in the pub all day. Nice. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to be in the pub. I'm going to be able to do like all my songs and I'm going to be able to like show them how musically awesome I am and how lyrically amazing I am. And I lost the crowd. Uh. The next band comes the next band comes in and they just sing boobs, boobs, boobs. <laughs> Everyone's like, Aah! and they went, really, really? I just have to sing boobs. That's it. <laughs> so I, I, I give the people what they want. Song. Boobs. <laughs> yeah. I wrote, I wrote that song Monday morning after that. I like, boom, done, done. Just like that. Because I mean, it's like, okay, it doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter at all. That matters is, is, People just want to get naughty. And so that's I what that song's about. There's something to I can, that, I right? can like, yeah. There's something truth there because I can like track my level of success with uh, like Renaissance festivals and connections with people on how much I show my boobs. So, I mean, there's some major truth there, right? Is that what you're so trying my, to tell me, boys? My, my I wish it worked that way for me. But... <laughs> my, my, my merch last has bodacious tatas. Mm-hmm. And she, um, yeah, she makes a lot of money for me with her boobs. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's the, it is, guy. it so, is the most, um, it is the answer to all of life. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to go out it there is. and say it. I like fucking titties. <laughs> Wait, is you know, I was comma? never into actually, no I was never, no. I was never into actually fucking them. Well, got that. So you can take that. You can me. take that in the, in, the, in, the, in any way that you like. <laughs> But, but no, I'm I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> um. So it's cool. so if you're so like it, it may be obvious by the way that I look, but I'm I'm kind of a big metalhead. So I like a lot of the like metal pirate bands. I I, I we I'll have to listen for your recommendations. But like, do you know Alestorm? Like, uh, I'm I, I like Alestorm a lot. And oh yeah, no, I, I they got some great songs. <laughs> uh, and uh, um, dread uh. The Dread Crew of Dread Oddwood. Crew of Oddwood? Yeah, they're really so, good. Yeah. So, so the Dread Crew of Oddwood are the guys that sparked the fire for me actually writing songs and becoming performers. Really interesting. Um, All right, well, I'm glad so I could throw that Jeff, reference out for you. <laughs> yeah, the Dread the Dread Crew of Oddwood came to Bristol one year, and I and I'm like, oh, this here's a band coming to Bristol. Let's see. You. And I saw so I checked out their page. This is the first year there year years ago, like '05, I think. '05, mm-hmm. '06 and 07 i don't know and i checked them you know their videos were hysterical and their songs were so freaking metal i'm like oh my god i love these guys so my boys and i we just follow them all day um the next year they came back like we became friends i literally they were they, they did bristol worked in new york and were doing concerts along the way and my day job allowed me to work in pittsburgh where they were doing a concert in a bar one nice. night and i and i followed them to pittsburgh and I and I show up up there and they're like going, fuck, dude, what are you doing here? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and even and even better, Reese, the like the main mm-hmm. singer and accordion player, is on two of the songs on my newest album. Nice. All right. So That's- yeah, yeah, no, dread, dread crew, rock on. I mean, that's good stuff. Awesome. All right. One more song. Should we do one more song? I can't wait. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm so this is. You want metal? You want metal? So live, this song. Fun. This song yeah, is dude. really metal live. Yeah. This is my closing song. 
And um, this is the one that was inspired by Faster yes. Pussycat. Sorry, I didn't remove the spotlight. That had to be really annoying. Yeah. You, you know, it's not that it's annoying. It's that there's some set of professional audio and audio settings thingy above your face. So I can't even see you guys. Yeah. Sorry. That sucks. It's all right. That's all right. Let me see if I can move you sideways. See if it moves too. No. Oh, there. It moved down. Okay. You're good. You're good. Ooh. All right. So this song was inspired by the Faster Pussycat song. Um, this is me being 80s glam, just, you know, 1580s glam. And the story behind this is I wanted to write an awesome monster song. I wanted to write that sea monster song about how the sea monster came out and ate, ate the, the black pearl and <laughs> ate Jack Sparrow. I wanted to write that song. This is what I got. <laughs> Thank you. 
believe it's a mandolin it's it's uh, it sounds so good i that is really an impressive sounding instrument really honestly so you know you know yeah oh please go ahead yeah i I was gonna say i i'm totally in love with it (laughs) you should hear that with overdrive (laughs) because i play it i i actually i have a um and just if you're interested i because i always play amped i take my i take a pa system everywhere i go i use a a, i use a bose s1 Mm Um, I use Sennheiser wireless, um, and then this is plugged in. This goes through both the DI, but it also goes into a Fender Smolder Overdrive, nice. which is designed for acoustics. Yeah. So I can I can set it so there's just a hint of dirt, right. yeah. and the me- the metalheads are in the audience going like, "Wait a minute, where's that coming from?" <laughs> I love it. Like I'm following all of that, and my mind's kind of blown, and that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, because I really. <laughs> I, I lost total track that that was a mandolin. I know. Totally I, I really track. like, like there, hearing it. I, I like all of a sudden you're yeah, like, yeah. and that was a mandolin. And I'm like, yeah. wait, especially playing that. riffs on the mandolin is unusual. You know, a, I mean, that's the yeah. thing. It's like, you know, what's cool about an octave? Like there's like, yeah. there's right. styles for guitars, right. right? There's styles for ukuleles. There is no set style for an octave mandolin. There's like, you can play it however you want. There's no rule of thumb on it. Um, and so I have always gone sideways with what I do and I, I don't, I, I, like, I have not yet. I mean, there are some, like some great, like one of the guys, do you know the band musical blades? They're another pirate band. I don't think I know them. I've got to check it out. Yeah. Check them out. Yeah. They're out of Kansas city. They do some comical stuff, but they're also very metal and, and they're, they've got a guitar player on the Mike, Mike Doss. Um, he plays a character, saucy Jack, and he's like a 30 year shredder and he's on, He's on on the new album as well on a few songs right. shredding. Um, on this one on the album, this one's got some electric on there. It's me. It's not yeah. him, but he's on a few other songs shredding. And and there's guys out there that can shred, but they don't like because it doesn't fit what the rest of the group does. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. <laughs> I mean, well, I can you know, do what there's, I there's an important art there is you got to know when to shred and how hard to shred. <laughs> It's well, kind of like eating exactly. Pussy. <laughs> exactly. I was just gonna say you have to make sure she's properly Man, wet. I wonder when Greg was gonna get the eating pussy reference in. Like it just we were almost there. We almost made it. Um yeah, no, I I it's it's all about a style and an attitude. And um um so so here's a fun story. I'll I'll give you one more fun story. Um, do you know the band Jack Dawes? Yeah, yeah. All right, so Jack Dawes play the East Coast. They play Bristol. We go every year. I they don't have any con- any any festivals lined up in the summertime. It's really bizarre. So especially with the small owns, we're all closed. So this summer we decided to go to um, me and the merch last went to Bristol like a bunch of times, and you know we partied and got drunk every time, and you know we were drinking. So 
So we're like, we're doing crazy things, getting incognito this, doing, I mean, I was doing like face painting and taking pictures. You might've seen those incognito pictures. I think I, I did. All right. Yes. So, so like, so it was, it was like, and it, it, it came about because at one point I was drinking the first weekend. I was drinking with a couple that were they're, they're pirates that go to Texas. They live in Chicago and the wife, like we're drinking the whole time. And so Donald, the husband leaves to go to the restroom and she's like, so who are you? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm the Minster Raven. And she goes, oh my God, I was drinking with you all. Cause I, I, I didn't have the eye patch right. on. I had glasses on. And so she just, it was the Superman effect. Right. So I decided from that point forward, every time I showed up, we were going to do something different. We were going to be incognito mm. in stupid little ways. Like right. we weren't really incognito. Um, what I thought was going to be the last weekend, we went with Groucho Marx glasses on. <laughs> That we're all dressed up like the Minstrel Raven with and, and Rebecca, the merch last with March, Marco, Groucho March glasses on. So closing weekend, at the last minute, I, I, I called her. I'm like, hey, do you want to go to uh, Bristol for Monday? We'll go closing day. And she's like, yeah. She goes, what, what outfit should I bring? I'm like, none. We're going to go in street clothes. We've Whoa. not gone in street clothes in forever. I like, I haven't done it since like 20, 2001. Yeah. Or like I think maybe- you were having a hard time recording this podcast in street clothes. Like, yeah, exactly. I, think <laughs> yeah. I almost wanted to tell you that it was okay. You could wear the hat. Like I was going to be like, you can wear on. your hat. It's okay. If it helps, you can wear the hat. I, asked- I put stuff on. If you guys, you guys like, no, street clothes. I'm like, all right. I was worried so, about him. He asked twice. I was standing over in the closet clothes. waiting for the text to come back. I had my head, is, shirt, my it head. It is an audio only <laughs> podcast, but I, yeah. So, so but I totally um, understand it. If I had my elf ears on right now, it'd be a totally different Chris. There you go. So, so we go in street clothes I, and I'm wearing my quote unquote, Brett Michaels hat, cowboy hat. Um, and I'm wearing like a plaid shirt in, in like hiking boots and cargo shorts. And we go to the Jackdaw show and, and, and the violin player buttercup is looking, she's just kind of like looking at me with that questioning look. <laughs> And, and so afterwards I go up and I take a five and I go and, and, and whiplash is sitting on the ramp, you know, taking tips and selling CDs. And I go, y'all as good as the Miley Cyrus concert in a NASCAR event. And whiplash yeah. falls over backwards, laughing his ass off. He didn't even see me. All he heard was that some Maybe dude in a cowboy right. hat, a plaid shirt. So then I went over to say hi to whiplash, uh, to, to buttercup. And she goes, Oh my God, it's the Mr. Raven. And, and the drummer, uh, Whiplash's wife, Rock, she's like, she's like, oh my God, it is you. We thought that was you. And, and they're like, look, it's the Mr. Raven. And, and Whiplash is like, where, where? And he looks at me, he's like, oh my God, I didn't realize that. <laughs> so I, I posted that whole thing on Facebook. He yep. then responds as the jackdaws. It's like, dude, I had no clue. So end of the day, we go to their very last show. And we're in the front, we were drinking a little bit, you know, and he's sitting up there playing. He finished the very last song. He goes, and I'm going to finish out the the, 20, 20, the 2021 Bristol season with a drop kick to the to the Mr. Raven's Michael, uh, Brett Michael's hat. And he like, does a fake drop kick on me. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, do you know the, like my character of that? And he's like, he lost it right then and there. Like people know right. that's what I do. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, and then he goes, he goes, Oh, dude, your album makes so much sense now. Because <laughs> it is not typical pirate music. It's right. not typical. It's not typical Renaissance yeah. music. And and I'm proud of That's that. That's what makes it awesome. Exactly, exactly. It's that like, is what yeah. makes it awesome. I mean, 
I I think more than anything we've ever talked about when we were getting ready for the show was what can we bring to the table that's something different because like you said everything else just looks like mimicking and people get mad at you if you're not doing it right you know and so you're like you know that's your goal is to kind of like there again to there is no right but if somebody else is doing it a way that other people prefer, then do something else, you know, like somebody else has got that. Absolutely. And the other side of that too, is if so, and let's just, let's, let's pick on, on jackdaws. What am I going to bring to the table on a song that the jackdaws do that they're not doing better with the full drum kit and and a violin player? Well, we've you know, like we've uh, insisted that we don't really cover Irish drinking songs, but we do what we sing a lot of them. We just don't research them because it's like we're like it's it's not about the authenticity. Would, it's about having fun. It's not about authenticity. Right? Yeah. Yes, it's about the yes. journey of finding yeah. something new. We've already found Irish drinking right. songs. They're amazing, and I will jam out to them all day long. And your song covering so many of them is just it made my heart it. just happy <laughs> because that's what that I will always go back to drinking songs um, that are Irish in nature. I always will. Um, but this kind of finding a new path is really fun. And it's, um, that's what, that's what our again, quest is all about. Yeah. That's Every time. So like we talk about at the end of our, our end of our episodes, we usually talk about like the song that we were singing and what would make it a good drinking song. And I am still so, so stuck on body song that because every single person, no matter who you are, no matter what your preference is, no matter where you fall anywhere, you can relate in that song. Something in there is just going to make you very happy. It, there, everyone is pleased in that song. Literally, everyone I, and, is pleased. And, and, and I try to do that um, knowing that when I write a song, knowing that I'm going to go into a new festival because I do a lot of new festivals every year and nobody's going to know who I am. Mm-hmm. And right? so far, like, I've heard I'm, you talk about Wisconsin. I've heard you talk about Texas. I've heard you talk about East Coast, Indiana. Like you got to understand, like you're you're hitting like completely different cultures of people yeah. too. And and yep. and I, Ren fairs. I've only been to three now, literally three Ren fairs. Well, I've been to Indiana too, so I've been to four. And that is each one has their own culture, mm-hmm. right? So you're not only worrying, not, not even, I'm not talking about just like cultures of people. I'm talking about Ren Fair cultures. I'm talking about just musician most, cultures. Most, most, your, most of your Ren Fairs, especially in the smaller ones, tend to have the same acts travel from, right. From, right. from fair to fair. So you get like, like Michigan is like this. So like you take all the Michigan festivals. It's How the many same are there guys. in Michigan? You, my How husband's many? from Michigan, and you're talking like I don't think he ever went to a Ren Festival until we were out uh, here in Mar- Maryland. Was his first, and he's from. Well, Michigan. Maryland is a huge I mean, fair to be your first fair. Yeah, we all started. That was our first. That was like yeah, well, Indiana was be... mine, and then his was Maryland, and then I took him to PA, which is lovely. Yeah, lovely. No, Parf is Parf is lovely. It's probably more like. Um, more modernized just in how like well, they have a permanent space and it's well developed and so yeah maryland yeah. has a permanent maryland space too, but yeah. it's more woodsy yeah. 
Marilyn Crystal. is not PA looks more manicured. Yeah. I think. Yeah, no, it's very it's very polished and manicured. And I love um, their jousting area. I love it that we're turning this into a Renfest <laughs> review. But um anyway, no, how I, many no, of them fine. are there in Michigan again? Because like oh, now I'm like, goodness. we gotta go visit like, mother and father in law. Are they all throughout the year or one specific time? I don't know, fifteen. Oh maybe? my gosh. Like, what are you guys doing here? What you have the big one in the fall too. You've got Michigan Renaissance Festival, which is a permanent site. It's part right. of the the guy that owns Minnesota owns Michigan, Kansas City, Where is Bay it Area, and Florida. So, um, uh, Holly, which is north of Troy, Those so up by seventy five, south of south of um, Sag, uh, uh, Flint. Yeah, not far from Saginaw, but like farther east. Yeah, like like ten like ten miles south of Flint. Mm. Oh, there you go. Wow. Okay, that's not bad. My my yeah. husband's from Jackson, uh, well Albion, you know that area. Yep. yep. So um, there is, yeah, right? There's a Michigan Here. thing. Um, and I'm trying, I'll, 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 like, it'll be posted on my thing, but there's a Connor uh, Turkeyville, which is like a turkey farm in between. Rob says he's been there. Okay. So there's a festival there in the first weekend of May I'll be playing at. Actually, I might have the full band with me there. Nice. Um, Friar Finnegan will be there. Um, it's a small fair, but it's free to get in because it's not a gated thing. And and it's it's a small free fair, but it's got some huh. some really cool stage stuff there. And you know what's really cool in Michigan? You know, what Michigan has no other state has what cheese J- jails jail. No, <laughs> that's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Right. <laughs> J- jails. You can you can pay like it's like three bucks to put sign up to sign a warrant out on somebody, and a jailer will go and get them and bring them and put them in jail and they hold them in jail and then they get to do silly things to get out. Nice. And, that is and, so and, funny. It is a Michigan thing. I I have not seen it anywhere else in the country. Um, I've not even seen it in Indiana. Like it is a there's a permanent site one for Murph, which is Michigan Renaissance Festival. But then there's a there's a a jail group where they take their portable jail everywhere, and that's what they do. You like they charge you. It's like three or that's excuse hilarious. me, three or four bucks. Yeah, you can get somebody arrested. You can get your husband arrested. I, um, I mean, I, mean, that like, I did record quick, somebody. Right? <laughs> yeah, I did record. I did record somebody at the RenFest who gave me like permission to use them on our show. And this was my thing. I was like, I want to just walk around and like ask people like we just started talking about the podcast and people just want to tell you drinking jokes and then they just want to tell you sing drinking songs at you. Like it's pretty awesome. Most people there's some weird. I didn't realize the uh, tie that drinking songs had in the Ren Fair community, but it's huge. I did. It's it's really <laughs> awesome. You did. You did. I okay. Greg brings me in and he's like, you know music. I'm like, I taught elementary school. This doesn't count. Um, so <laughs> this doesn't I count. Could, but I have a fretless bass. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, she can sing. Um, so I did. But anyway, and and she's like, and he's like, and she'll wear a corset. So it works. Um, and. You know, it's just all sounds like my merch last. Um, little since we're probably getting place where we have to wrap it up anyway, but real fast, we actually met through Greg's wife at dance class for our kids. Yeah. Oh it is, it is, this she is actually picked me up as a friend for both of us, but she was like, Oh my god, you love my husband. Say, say that again. You guys again. need to be around again, each other. Chris, Chris, and Chris. then what? Say that again. She picked me up for my, my husband. She did. She did. She picked me up for his her husband. Yep. And then little did we know that we were just like meant to be. We've all decided we're going to retire together and, and work at Renfair. Remember, that, we've got jobs. That is the plan. Like we're ready. 
All right. Yep. So, yeah. so this is the this is the time where we review our drinks. How was everybody's drink? Did you uh, how, gone? Yeah, gone. Well, that is the best drink. Oh. Is the one that's gone. Oh, nice. Oh. That's okay. That was, that was a big. That's a full. That, 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 that was full. That is oh. awesome. Well, you're very nice. Very nice. Dude, come, and you come, sang come and drink. knew all the words. I know. I know. That's my thing. Is that I have trouble remembering lyrics. Even if I write songs, I have to like like work to remember the lyrics, uh, especially. So. But you know, the whole like the state that you wrote or learn them in is the best state to repeat them in. That's the secret. <laughs> I found it. I found it's easier to write a new song, new melody, new lyrics, and memorize it faster than trying to memorize no, somebody there's else. There's no doubt there's no doubt about it because it came from you. It came from you. you know? I yeah. would have told I would have said that that wasn't true until I have recently done originals or done originals yeah. with a band. And I 100% agree yeah. because yep. it's, it's like this weird it's, imprinting, yeah, it's like, yeah. like this weird brain imprinting happening. Right. It's not like a brain recollecting. You're actually like making right. them remember. Exactly. It's like yep. that, that is who you are. And here's yep. here's my favorite part of the show. And Chris's le least favorite part, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's, it's my favorite it, it just depends, sometimes it's my this favorite is, this is the dude you're not pulling your this, pants down no, 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 no. all the pants are on as far as you know but it's it's the greg joke time so but this uh, this one maybe not so much oh. a joke it's just a story that happened to me or it's like i had to go for my annual physical recently right so i'm sitting there in in the uh office you know in the hey, little room yeah I just remembered like when you used to have to take off your belt to open up your beer. Yeah, I, I still have that belt. Because yeah. <laughs> your belt, because your, your bottle opener was on your belt buckle. Well, that's the best place for it because you're already preparing for Greg. everything that's going to happen. Greg, Greg. So every episode we would hear Greg unbuckling his pants. Greg, Greg yeah. that would make a great song. I, that is... I, you had to, you had to, you had to take off your belt and whip it out. I, make, I had to give to you that last pop. little bit of inspiration. Exactly. To make her pop. <laughs> this is why we need to be friends. This, <laughs> right? I'm sorry if I just like crashed. Your no, story, no, you but can't. You can't crash sad. my story because it's 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 still there, right? So, all right, all right. Maybe this will be the inspiration right. for the song. So, so I'm sitting there in in the examination room, and the the nurse comes in. She's pretty cute little nurse you know what i mean like and she's like you know going through the the whole checklist you know what's your diet like how much do you sleep do you exercise blah blah blah. and she's looking through everything that i said you know she's like you know what uh you're gonna have to stop masturbating and i'm like what i why <laughs> what? and she's like well i need your arm to stay still so i can put the blood pressure cuff on it Nice. Uh, I like it. I like it. Uh, See, oh. I do like them sometimes. No, that was, that, yeah, no, that was good. That was good. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to write a song about, you know, taking a belt off, whip it out to make her pop. And then at the, at the end of the song, yeah. you, you hold what it is until the end of the song. The last verse is about the belt buckle. I, th this is why you are a master of what you do, Minstrel Raven. <laughs> well, thank you. All right. Well, we, we got to wrap up. With, I, I'm uh, baiting. I, I'm baiting you right now. So wait, what? We. Oh, oh. I have to ask. Do you have a favorite quote? Like, uh, especially if it happens to be a drinking quote. But do you have any favorite quotes or sayings? Oh, or oh here, here, a toast. Or? A toast. My, yeah, a here, toast this perfect. is my personal yeah. toast. A toast. 
To dinghies. <laughs> to dinghies. To dinghies. And the semen that come in them. <laughs> and the se- <laughs> that is a good one. I'm going to have to use that. Uh, where where can people find you? So, um, you know. Um, so, um, obviously on Facebook yeah. at um, facebook.com backslash the Minstrel Raven R-A-V-N. If you're going to search me, R-A-V apostrophe N. I use that right. Elvin Sky comma because I'm all into the whole elf thing. Um, Instagram, I think it's the underscore minstrel underscore Raven, mm-hmm. R-A-V-N. Um, Bandcamp, same thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, just don't put an E in there and you, you should find me. No e. um, This year, I, I am literally trying to get to, um, I, I, put a, I put a questionnaire out to the merch last to see if she wanted to go to Ravenswood this year. This episode of Booze Bards was produced by Chris Adams and Greg Bryan and edited by Greg Bryan. The Booze Bards theme song was written and recorded by, you guessed it, Chris Adams and Greg Bryan. You can find us at boozebards.com where you can find show notes and our email address and such. Or you can just subscribe, that's what I do, to all my favorite podcasts on whatever platform you like, iTunes, Stitcher, etc., If you do that, please leave a review. That would be really helpful. Until next time, here's to the song of your heart. Well, it's official. I had too much to drink last night.